Pimelo Mutine on SAFM. Thanks for staying with us. So we usually speak to Dr. Amnik Alwalia um, from the Department of Higher Education. He's a CEO of Higher Health around issues in the Department of Higher Health. But he's spent something really, really um, important this past uh, weekend. He's calling it the double mutant first detected in India. The India brutal wave is teaching us a few things. And I thought this is really worth a conversation. Uh, pro- uh, Dr. Uh, Alwalia, thank you so much for your time. What is this uh, wave in India teaching South Africa? I think, uh, uh, thank you very much and good afternoon to everyone. Um, This is absolutely a very brutal wave uh, from India. And uh, there are many reasons associated to this brutal wave, which obviously alerts South Africa on some of these concerns. The first thing is this terminology called mm. double mutant. Mm. Um, uh, actually, it's a misnomer, mm. uh, to be very honest. It's a terrible nickname, to be very honest. Mm. What has happened is that we have, and so viruses mutate, you know, mm-hmm. and the viruses keep mutating, and many of these mutants are of not much concern because that's in their genetics to mutate. Mm-hmm. But there are certain mutations which are very concerning because they have a high potential of risks to individuals. Mm. To be surprised, this thing called double mutant, the, the variant that has been very notorious in India at this moment, mm. which is one of the reasons of the lethal wave or the second wave in, in India, which is very, very disturbing. Mm-hmm. You will be surprised that we have seen about 13 mutations mm. uh, in the same variant. So double mutant is a misnomer, Mm -hmm. out of which there are three mutations which are on spike protein. Mm -hmm. The reason why it's called a double mutant is because there are two concerning mutations, which has appeared for the first time together in the same variant. Ah. And the one of them is called the L452R, which is very similar to the variant we saw in California, detected in California. Yes. And the other mutation is E484Q, which is very similar to the variant that was detected in South Africa, mm-hmm. which is also very similar to the P1 detected in Brazil and is very notorious in Brazil. Mm-hmm. Now, the problem is that one of this mutation, which is the, which is the one which is close to the California one, yes. is highly transmissible, that it moves from one individual to the other, which we also experience in South Africa. You were saying when about 20% more transmissible. Absolutely. Mm. But the biggest challenge is the other mutation, uh, which has also been experienced on the same variant is, the fact that it is called an escape mutation. Mm-hmm. And that is where the concern is. Escape mm-hmm. mutation is, so for example, in South Africa, we had the first wave. Mm-hmm. And like in India, we had the first wave. There were about 270 million people that we approximately said that would have got infected in the first wave, which means most of them, as we know, 80% of them are asymptomatic mm-hmm. or mildly symptomatic, would mm-hmm. have generated an immune response to the particular COVID virus that caused the first wave. But this now new variants that are coming are called escape mutations, which means that they actually can escape the natural immunity that the individuals produce or an antibody response that the individual produce to escape that. So this means people can now becoming reinfected, <laughs> which is a huge, huge concern for us. These Uh, variations and these mutations 
are very, very concerning. But one thing is for sure, that vaccines, till so far the science has shown, are still effective against these uh, mutations. And what the immune response vaccines produce are much stronger than the natural immune response uh-huh. which the individual or a human body does. I was going to ask you that, Prof, um, because with the variant that is very similar to what we have here in South Africa, looking at what you've just said about the fact that it it's now termed the escape uh, mutation, what does the, the, the vaccine effect have on that particular mutation? So, Definitely, the the vaccines, as I said to you, uh, all the vaccines that have been produced in the world so far have clearly shown that the immune response that they generate, Mm -hmm. and it's always been through the the scientific service, and that's why vaccinations are powerful, is much stronger and wider spectrum against a lot of mutations of the virus and the variant. It doesn't mean... It's 100% confirmed, and, and as you know, it's a, just a one year of, of our studies and results of, and the, and the, and the vaccines have just been an invention of last six months or five months. Mm-hmm. So a lot of science will tell us of how long uh, the, the immune response is to particular variants. But so far from the Indian double mutant, and you must also remember the other variant that has been very notorious in India is the variant that was found in UK. Okay. So the... These variants are there are multiple variants mm. that are evolving in India and causing a huge second wave, which is highly transmissible. Escape mutation means people are getting reinfected, yes. and of course, the whole health system collapse. Where so many people, even at a mild or a moderate stage, which require early oxygen to revert them into now normal or milder infection, are actually ending up into severe infection and high. Uh, mortality or death rate predominantly because when you have a huge number of cases and everybody coming to the same small health system and the health system is not able to cope up people die on corridors people die lack of oxygen some early interventions that could have saved saved lives so the the thing that south africa needs to watch out is number one is these new mutations that are happening which is also happening in south africa it's happening Uh, all uh, over the world and i was going to ask you dr alwalia what can science learn about what's happening in South Africa? Because I promise you, I think what we expected to happen is not happening. We don't have the rollout out at the you know the way we expected to have it, and the the, the vaccine rollout, and and we're still seeing our numbers are quite low. And I don't think our behaviour, by the way, has anything to do with it. So, so you must remember that. Because of it, we just had a very bad second wave. Mm. And when we had a very bad second wave, which means a lot of South Africans got infected mm. with this virus, mm-hmm. uh, and many did not come and test. Testing yes. numbers are not the right way to say how many people yes. got infected versus the real numbers of people got infected because there are many mild cases who do not mm. go and test and are asymptomatic people. Mm-hmm. So there is an immune response in the body. Mm-hmm. So currently the, the variants that are in South Africa or the variant that has been notorious in South Africa mm. has already, people, humans have got a response against it. Gotcha. But what is worrying is 
these the extra mutation. mutations that yeah. keep on happening and an escape mutation yeah. coming in and start escaping the same immune response, mm. which can lead to a wide spectrum. So that is why I'm glad that the government has restarted our vaccination program in detail. Yes. And it's a very important part because what vaccination immune response will come is to also give us immunity against these escape mutants which are quite of concern. But what you are also saying is that we don't need to be smug because these mutations are, 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 are you know, they're, they're various um, mutations that are happening. And so anything can happen at any time. Just because we've been okay for now, it doesn't mean that we cannot be uh, in a situation where, you know, what, what we're seeing in India. And that is why uh, higher health institutions like NICD, Department of Health, are very sensitively playing a very significant role is because these cluster outbreaks, you must remember these outbreaks that happened in the University of Pretoria mm. on a Balito rage party or any mm. cluster that happens in congregate setting is an indication that so many people have become reinfected or newly infected. We need to immediately go deeper into our genetic sequencing to understand is this because of an old variant that was that is already moving and revolving in South Africa or is it because a new mutant has come which has now the capacity to be highly transmissible escape the uh, the antibodies these specifically these mutations on the spike protein which makes the virus attached to our human cells and and defeat our human immunity so, the, so these cluster outbreaks are very important. So far, the little cluster outbreaks that have happened, and predominantly higher education is one potential area. Similarly, all these settings which are congregate settings are, are potential outbreaks. Is for us to then investigate very quickly what is the reason of a, such a cluster. And that is where if we can early detect, then obviously government can start putting uh, 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 important... Uh, regulations around towards warning um, the people around something new that has been discovered Mm. and exactly what happened at the second wave and try to limit the spread of the third wave or prevent the third wave. Let's go to Aisha, who's calling us from Uppington. Good afternoon, Aisha. Good afternoon, Pamela. Good afternoon, Prof. Prof, I'd like you to walk me through this quickly. Um, The virus gets into your body and then it mutates. Is is that correct? Hello? Pro, prof, um, yes, uh, I've heard her question. Can I respond? Yes, please go ahead. Um, the answer is that the transmissibility of one... I can't very, hear him. Are you, are you unable to hear Aisha? Can you hear him now? Aisha? Yes, I can hear you, but he's speaking soft. Okay. Um, Dr. Ramnik, I don't know if you're able to just maybe come closer to your to a mouthpiece. I am very close to it. Can you hear me? I, <laughs> I, can you hear me closer? I can, can, hear, you hear, me I can hear you well. Aisha, okay. is it better now? Yes. All right, let's try okay. it. Otherwise, I will speak and then you can translate that to Aisha. Sure. Uh, the important point here is that the virus keeps moving. It's the same variant. Say, for example, this is a variant called the one which we had in South Africa, B1351. It's the name of a variant where there is a mutation that has been seen which can really cause a virus to move very highly transmissible and infect people. So this variant is actually moving from one body to the other. But in this process of moving, the virus might sit in one body 
during its movement that it might enjoy the 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 luxury of having a chance to mutate and gradually mutate mm-hmm. viruses are muting on daily basis mm-hmm. but most of these mutations are non significant or nothing to be concerned about mm-hmm. but there are certain times it mutates remember all this virus is doing is it's trying to survive mm-hmm. so it's trying to survive in a human body because mm-hmm. it enjoys now a human body to live in mm-hmm. and the only way it can live in a human body is by defeating our immune response which is our soldiers mm-hmm. that defeat this virus mm-hmm. so this virus is trying to keep on finding new jackets or new uh, uh, bulletproof systems that it can beat our system and survive and that is why it keep changing its color not in everybody it changes its color just to answer you aisha but in mm. certain human bodies it enjoys the luxury of time to mutate but more the virus will move from one human to the other more it will have an opportunity to mutate aisha mm. Okay, thank you. Uh, I tell you what, you. Aisha, we, we're going to continue this conversation just after 2.30 um, because I think we do need to clarify a few things. So please stay around. Um, we know that we've got to let uh, Dr. Romnik go, but we will continue just a little bit later on. Dr. Romnik, I've got to let you go now. Thank you so much for your time. But, you know, in a nutshell, um, you're saying, you know, let's beware and look to India to, to, to see and be warned about what could possibly happen here. So far, we are we have nothing to worry and panic uh-huh. but what has happened in in india is a possibility of a third wave that we are already worried mm. and we have to watch out the variations of these this virus and be very vigilant towards some variant that can come from other parts of the world or be found in south africa that can be quite detrimental to our future appreciate your time dr ramnika liwalia ceo of higher health in the department of higher education the piece is called double mutant first detected in india the indian brutal wave is teaching us a few things and uh, we'll actually put that um, that link up to that particular article for those of you who are interested